Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up. Never shut up. Never shut up. Never shut up. Good morning, everybody. Today is Monday, August 25th, 2023. I'm your host, Ephraim Jr., and today we pulled Ring My Bell. On a Monday, ma'am. On a Monday morning. You want me to ring your bell on a Monday morning? It's too early. It's too early in the week. I look at Ring My Bell as a weekend song. Like if it were a Friday and we pulled Ring My Bell, it'd be like, oh, we're going to have the best weekend ever. But it's Monday. And I suppose the bag is just trying to tell us that sex exists. Sex exists on a Monday as well. And maybe take some time to experience some pleasures of the flesh today. Ring My Bell is a B-side from 1992. This appeared on Ruby Tracks at the end of the year. And Tori had been teasing her audience, I think, that whole year. There's a few different times, if you listen to the live bootlegs, there's a few different times where she says, jokingly, that she's going to do Ring My Bell. Like, people will leave the show. Normally, in 1992 especially, Tori was playing really smaller venues, and people were really attentive. But every once in a while, when someone would leave the show, she would say, well, they left the show. You never know. I may do my Ring My Bell. They're going to miss out. And it was a big joke, but I think she had this in her back pocket. I think she had a plan to do this. And I think that plan was to show you, because Anita Ward, who was a minister's daughter also, I think the plan was to show you like the inherent sexiness of something that seemed so innocent and sweet. And she really went full force. This is like 92 Tory. Here's Tory Torying. Here's 92 Tory, 92 Torying. That's what this song is. Sexifying it, really, just just living it up. And it, she sounds like she's having a lot of fun. She sounds like she's in her, like, putting it on, like, sexy voice, you know? And I think this song is an anomaly in her catalog for that reason. She's talked about sex before. But this one is a little overt, <laughs> right? This and Happy Worker, they're like uh, sister songs. Even though they're written by different people at different times, they're like back-to-back releases for her. And so they feel like sister songs. Therefore... I think we can safely say that we're going to have a good week. (laughs) I think we can safely say that we can um, get over our four-leaf clover. There was a time I said to you, when I'm with him, I do it to you. I guess that talks about a deep dissatisfaction, right? If when I'm with him, I do it to you. That's the line. And then she added that line. When I'm with him, I do it to you. So either you changed my life and I'll never not think of you again in the boudoir or I can't, I don't have access to you. I can't have you. And so I fantasize about you and use the bodies of others to transport myself in my mind to you. And either way, how respectful, honestly, to be the object of desire, to have someone desire you so much that they tell you that when i'm with him i do it to you well thank you that's so nice i hope i'm good anyway i had a great weekend i hope you did as well i got my belt rung a few times it was dtla proud it was like the proud gay weekend in downtown la what do you expect there were gays here from far and wide there were far and wide gays here I felt a little violated, though, because my friend texted me. She said, I'm going to the Eagle. You want to come? I said, excuse me? Do you have a gay? Do you have a gay that's escorting you into that space? We know we all need our affinity spaces. We know we do. But yes, it was Downtown LA Proud, which is a pride festival here in downtown LA 
that happens in August. It happens at the last weekend in August every year for the last like almost 10 years. I guess since 2016, I think is when they first started. It's a very cheap festival. It's like $10. Early bird tickets are like $5. And it draws gay crowds from all over Los Angeles, which doesn't usually happen in downtown LA. Unless, of course, we're throwing a Tory party at the precinct. But it was fun. The festival was fun. I didn't get any work done. But you know what? I made peace with that as I was sitting on my couch last night, falling asleep to Big Brother. I was like, oh, what a weekend I had. Just enjoying my vegan ice cream from Donut Friend as I was watching Big Brother with Maggie. Falling asleep. And it felt so much like the old days. Maggie and I watched 25 seasons of Big Brother together. Plus three celebrity seasons. Well, no, 24 seasons. And then three celebrity seasons. So 27 seasons we've watched. And most of it during the pandemic. We watched last year live. So we'd already finished by that point. And so it's been a long time since we watched Big Brother. It's been like a year. And it just felt like old times. Back before. Back in the before times. And it's interesting to refer to the pandemic as the before times. But I was happy. I was unhappy. I was deeply unhappy about the state of the world and the, the everything that was going on around me. But emotionally, my life hadn't imploded. I had all my friends. I was happy. And last night eating my vegan ice cream after having gotten my bell rung, sitting there watching Big Brother, texting about how awful whatever contestant was and how much I hated this other contestant. It just felt safe. It felt familiar. I felt like I got me back to me. I don't know. I have a date on Friday. It's really exciting. I'm just living my best life right now. I feel good about saying I'm just living my best life right now. I don't feel... I mean, we've got the festival coming up, the Latinx Theater Festival in my work. So I feel a lot of pressure there. But other than that, I feel like uh, perhaps getting your bell rung is important. we got to marry those Marys. You can be a sexual being and also a loving being, also a motherly being. So if you haven't gotten your bell rung lately, I highly recommend, and the bag highly recommends, and that's your goal for the week. And when you're getting your bell rung, I want you to think of my voice right there in that moment. Me peeking over your shoulder, patting you on the head, saying, good job. Good job, you. Proud of you, girl. And then carry on. And then I'll, and then I'll respectfully leave the room. Can you believe we're in Virgo season? Happy Virgo season, everybody. Have we talked about that? I feel like I'm in my power. I discovered a new podcast. Oh, God. This is, oh, let me tell you. This is, this is the deep neuroses of me getting attached to something or someone. I, you know, for those of you who listen occasionally or often, I became a big fan of the Big Bang Theory, and I hated that show, and as I was watching it, I hated that show. Okay, let me tell you my story. I hated that show because a lot of times, important people in my life would refer to me as Sheldon, and would, like, liken me to Sheldon, and I was like, this is absurd, and it and not knowing Sheldon, I was really annoyed. So it took a lot for me to unpack. It took a lot for me to sit down and put time and energy into that show because of just my personal bias towards the few clips that I had seen that were annoying. So I hate-watched it the first season. And by the end of the first season, I was no longer hate-watching. I was like-watching. And then somewhere around the third, at the end of the third season, there's, you know, you know, Mayim Bialik, who played Blossom. I just dislike her. I just like her acting. I don't know why. I really don't know why. So I was really hesitant to go into the fourth season because that's when she joins. Well, long story short, I started to love watching and I love Mayim Bialik now. I love her. Absolutely love her. Amy Farrah Fowler. I don't know why. I don't know why I used to be a hater. She rings all my bells. So somewhere along 
the fifth, sixth, or seventh season. I, it was love. It was absolute love. I couldn't get enough, just can't get enough of them ringing my bell. So I got all the way to the twelfth season, and I got maybe like five to ten episodes from the end, and I just kind of stopped. I just stopped watching. And I think that that was my way of having there be no ending, you know? I prefer lifelong relationships with no ending. And so they're always there. They're always there for me. Well, not always. I can only like watch them 10 more times before I get to the end. I just don't want to cry. I don't want to be in a place where I'm sad right now. So I just stopped watching. But then I discovered this podcast called The Big Bang Theory Theory. And it's two people, two male presenting people talking about this show. And what's more, they're going through Big Bang Theory because they hate, they hate it. They hate what they've heard about it. They hate what they've seen of it. So they are hate watching. And I'm only in like the sixth episode and they're love watching. One of them is already love watching. And I'm like, this is my story. I've never felt so seen. This is my journey. And what's exciting is that they started this podcast, it seems a really long time ago, pre-pandemic. But they're only on like episode 150, so if I estimate, they're not even done with the series yet. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to catch up. I'm going to listen to all of them. And then when I get to their, where they are, I'm going to request to be on it as a guest. So yes, I am proposing that I'm re-watching 12 seasons of The Big Bang Theory. But now I have friends. Now I have friends who want to re-watch the whole thing with me. Plus, I'm watching every movie from the 70s. Also, Joaquin and Julian Castro. Do you know them? Oh, the hottest twins in politics. If you're in San Antonio, go to their birthday party. It's a fundraiser. And if you are in San Antonio and you go to their fundraiser, I will, I'll give you the funds. I will pay for you. As long as you get a picture with the boys and it says, hi, Ephraim. That's all. Like when Tori Amos held my trading card up and waved. That rang my bell. I guess you can get your bell politically rung, emotionally rung, entertainmently rung. That was what I was talking about with... Uh, Big Bang Theory. The Big Bang Theory Theory. What a great name for a podcast. I wish I'd thought of it. Anyway, if anybody out there has a podcast idea, let me know because I'd like to produce it. Thank you. And I'm happy to have put together this new Music Monday. Let me tell you about it as we go into our week. All of these songs, guess what? They ring my bell. But there's two in particular that are a difficult listen, but it's very important that you do because I think they speak the truth. One is a song called Burning Gray by Jamie Branch. And another, this one's not hard to listen to. It's actually delightful to listen to and probably rings my bell more than any of them. This, it's, there's a new Prince song out. Do you know that? Diamonds and Pearls is getting like a 12 vinyl, a 12 LP vinyl deluxe treatment with 47 unreleased tracks, including new songs, demos. And this song from Prince transported me back to the Diamonds and Pearls era, which was like 91, I think. You remember Diamonds and Pearls, where he was trying to ring your bell with get off, 23 positions in a one night stand, and then cream, get on top. You know, imagine you're on pop radio with a song called Cream, Cream Shaboogie Bop, not to mention Diamonds and Pearls. If I could, I would give you the world. Anyway, the deluxe vinyls, $350, $350. I'm like, you know what? That's expensive. That's ridiculous. I don't, I would never pay for that. But I'll, to be honest with you, if there had been a deluxe Scarlet's Walk vinyl, do you know I'm shelling out that $350? I don't care. This is what I would like to see with a deluxe Scarlet's Walk. Obviously, two vinyls for Scarlet's Walk. You know, you have the two vinyls. I would do a dust edition, not just the red scarlet. That's too obvious. 
I would do a dust, like a, not a gold dust, but maybe a gold dust. Yeah, I would do a gold, but I would do like more of like a brown dust. And then Scarlet's Hidden Treasures, of course. Then Don't Forget Scarlet's Stories. Then Scarlet's Sessions. Of course, all the demos, release the demo tapes. Unreleased B-sides, the like of which I'm sure we've never seen, but I'm sure they exist. Say their names. Of course, Mountain. Mountain's got to be there. And then finally, a double vinyl of Houston. No, New Orleans. No, Houston. No, Albuquerque. Yes. No, yes. Albuquerque, 2003. That's what I would do. That would be my 12 vinyl deluxe Scarlet's Walk. And I would shell out 350. I would shell out more. I would shell out more. I think today feels really positive and it's maybe the dawn of a new era for me and hopefully for everyone out there i hope you're dawning into a new era virgo season i'm telling you is highly it's highly productive for me so there's no time to feel bad have a wonderful day everybody i hope you enjoy new music monday and i'll talk to you tomorrow bye
catch your breath That's the West Carrier Where do I go after one dozen laps Around the sun in this town With the people it traps Bitches and roaches come and go with these When's my cue? One more round, one last fry, one last freeze Lately I've noticed that I am away More than home, more than not in the zones where I stay Just like Elvis in the army Eating dinner from a can Saying a prayer for rock and roll Is it gone? Do they miss me? like joys down in Trieste, swinging at the Grand Canal, from the bridge like he's back home, crossing north into Monto.
mountain The way passes by When my eyes aren't open All the wasted time And the beautiful places I never get to see Oh yes, that bothers me I think about you For much to be sleeping Reasons I've been sad All the times I've spent weeping I think of the days When you were sitting there next to me Planning our escape Out of reach from reality Cause you were my first kiss When I was 11 Feels like a dream It's a dream straight from heaven You were my prince And this island was a wonderland Do you remember when we talked And you were my hand We only saw each other in the summer You lived on Mars While I wondered Space All these memories That's all I ended Now it's all a blurry haze And it's a stupid dream that about love when my head should be empty the future years to come and a day I turn 20 the thought of a life that I can't even start to imagine and the fear of a passing life I'm never getting back will you remember when we dreamt about Spain talked about memories that never became Will you remember when we heard from your brother? Will you admit that you've forgotten my name? Cause you
moon phased out yeah. It's testing my faith now right. We could only get through the real rough times If the both of us stayed down I just wanna be healthy Even if you left me Cause what if this goes bad Then there goes our twenties Yeah, maybe we're wasting our youth And maybe we're facing hard truths I think we're nearing the end Cause all we do is argue And both of us gotta be right Always feel like the other is missing the point, and then it becomes a real fight. We've been here before. We gon' talk in circles to a purple jumping hurdles, proving points feels like I'm winning a war. And it's not feeling good anymore. We've been here before. We gon' talk in circles to a
and into the street. Across the street and step into the bar. In the bar, there's a light, and it lights up a stage where you hear something unfamiliar and strange. Don't look away, take it in.
Never Shut Up is a production of the Sideways Society. For more information and links to things mentioned on the show, please visit us online at songsoftoriamus.com. Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up.